Hi there, my name is C. I'm D, and you're listening to... Swinging, swinging Down, Down Under. Under. Our journey is a couple through the swinging lifestyle. Are you into open relationships? Or exploring new things in life? This is our podcast. Join in. Experiences. Both good and bad. <laughs> Reviews and events. And more here Swinging Down Under. Come on. Join us. This is C. And this is D. And he's still in trouble. Still in trouble for not setting up the microphones right. And this is Swinging Down Under. <laughs> You see how I just roll with the punches and ignore you? It's fucking brilliant. Yes. Uh, we are joined today by Adam and Eve from The Spiritual Swingers. Say hi, guys. Hello. Hello. And uh, we are interested in talking to these guys because we heard about their backstory and all about their introduction to the lifestyle. I'm more and... interested in their front story. Because <laughs> you're naughty that way. Safe. <laughs> Frankly, it was more the fact that you weren't bored to death by our story and actually invited us to Skype with you and tell our story so that we can bore thousands of other people. <laughs> thousands. <laughs> you overestimate us, sir. There's <laughs> <laughs> like, like three or four, maybe, tops. Okay. Well, well, all six of the people that are listening, we yeah. can bore them too. You have two as well. Yeah, yes. <laughs> we do. They're hiding. We keep them under the table. <laughs> but uh, we, we, we're going to talk a lot about your backstory today, but knowing that you're about to talk about that on something that's upcoming in your world, I think what we'll do is we will touch on it a little bit, but then roll into some questions just to keep sure. you on your toes. Yeah, it'll be really, they'll be really annoying, obnoxious questions. That's what we're aiming for. Oh, that's fine. That sounds yeah. fantastic. We have no secrets. Sort well, of. What's your um, social security number this. and bank account details? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay, well, maybe a couple secrets. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have been together for, uh, like, ever. Twenty-five years. Forever. <laughs> 25 years next month. So, yeah. yeah. Ooh, a it's very anniversary. Next month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's our yeah, it was a, this it was, it was actually an arranged oh. marriage. We were, you know, betrothed at five years old. So we're really a lot younger than we say we are. We used to tell people that, and they yeah. that they used to actually buy that. Yeah. We told them it was an arranged marriage, and they're like, "Oh, really? Wow, that's interesting." Well, you, no, you kind of really. kind of like in the right state for it, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> we yeah that middle America way of doing things. You know. Or I mean, you could the only other way it could be deeper is maybe Texas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Nobody from Texas out there is going to hear that, by the way. <laughs> no, probably not. Or maybe special people from Texas that you really want to hear. There's um, one yeah. or two in Texas. A couple of... It yeah, sounds like there's right. some really fun people in Texas, actually. Maybe we need to make a trip. Yeah, we've them. met some. Yeah. Yeah, but... we've, we've certainly met some as well. I got to throw it out there, though. You know that you have been together for a quarter of a century. Whoa. No. I know, right? Mm, yeah. Hey, it's history. It's part of the story, honey. It is. We love it. It's all it. part of our story. Mm-hmm. If, if this were dog, if you guys were dog years, you'd be dead. Oh, <laughs> we would be. <laughs> Just silver saying. linings. It's always silver linings with you. Yeah. Uh, it's so the bright yeah, so... side of life. Yeah. So you guys are going to, we're going to talk a little bit about what you guys have upcoming later on and why we're not going to run into the like in-depth backstory, but give us a little bit of a, uh, a little snapshot. So you guys kind of grew up a little bit sexually repressed and now you are. Repressed is a strong <laughs> word, but, 
Yeah, well, I'm just I'm just rolling with it, babe. Well, you are right. Um, we are, you know, and I think it's it's not going to be a secret. We are from the Middle America area and um, the Bible Belt. A lot of people say so. Um, yeah, there's a lot of um, sexual repression. That's a really great way of saying it, and a lot of separation between. Um, sex and everything else in your life and so it kind of is just becomes the thing that you don't talk about and but yet kids I mean you have family you have kids you have whatever so like everybody's doing it but nobody's talking about it and a little more so with a little more so with Eve than me because her family is very much the type that you know no no PDA no kissing touching in public no public displays of affection yeah Um, Yeah. but you know, my family was a little it's different. just the other side I mean. of the world. <laughs> <laughs> but it's light there and it's dark here. It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. But my family was much more open with... Uh, with Your parents Not necessarily each sexuality, but I've, I've seen my parents kiss. <laughs> I've seen my parents hold hands. Whoa. You know, yeah. I know. I've, ne- I've seen time. neither of those. I've seen neither of yeah. those things. Uh, and- we've been together 25 years, and I've seen Eve's dad hug her literally once in 25 yeah. years. Yeah, hug me once yeah. in 25. Yeah. And so, and it's fine. They're still married. They're together, and they provided a very stable home life for me, and they're not terrible people. But that was an area where it was just kind of lacking. So when we got together very young, 15 and 16 years old, um, you know, we kind of grew up together and, but I didn't have a lot. Of, I mean, I did yeah. my best to corrupt you. Well, yeah, but <laughs> we were both, we were, one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, so that's kind of a, a little so bit of I that got, backstory. I got a question for you then Eve. So I don't know whether you guys have uh, had heard it before or one of our podcasts. We actually did a, an interview here with a sexologist, Dr. Martha in um, Singapore, and she talks a lot about cultural uh, and religious differences and how mothers react with their, their, fem- their, their daughters. Uh, and, and one of the things here that, that she said is quite often they'll say, you know, you're, you're a female area, you're... Um, it's a vagina. It's your vagina, your pussy, whatever you want to call it. It's a no-go zone. Like, it's dirty. You know, don't look at it, don't touch it, like, you know... Um, really don't even engage and so i guess what she was kind of saying is that people growing up like that when they hit um that teenage years those adulthood years you know it does take a little uh backtracking for them to then realize well it's natural i'm not dirty did you i mean did your mother ever talk to you about kind of like sexual sexuality or anything like that what's really funny is that no i mean i think i was one of those like really aware little kids that like i i think i could just tell when they got uncomfortable they meaning my parents. So I just didn't bring anything up to them because I knew that I would get like a really like weird response. It wasn't, it was never negative. It just was not, there would just be like no response. It'd just be like a really quick answer and then that would be it and it would be over. Um, When it was time to like learn about, you know, like how babies are made and about like getting your period and stuff like that, she gave me a book to read. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, like a yeah. medical, like a medical type of book. So there just <laughs> wasn't would, a lot of terrifying. You were looking up when you were younger, you know. But what was really funny, I guess I haven't said this part. What was really funny is I was always really interested. And maybe that's why it's because there wasn't necessarily a negative um, 
it just about sex and about bodies and things but it was definitely like not talked about so there was like always this taboo and I always was really interested like anytime anything I'd come across anything in print you know any book any article anything that was like of sexual nature I loved like Cosmo like when I was in high school I loved reading all that stuff and just like knowing it existed out there but it just like really wasn't part of my world and yeah and talking to my friends growing up it was kind of like that but we never really did anything so like it was all concept I guess and a big factor at the time too through (laughs) the through the 90s is there was that whole purity movement going on in America especially in the Midwest at that time you know people would get these virgin rings they'd call it and they'd wear it on their ring finger on their left hand and they uh, their... would not know anything about Her this she's, she's just sitting here going no it, it was this whole on. ridiculous thing during the 90s where it was this big purity religious movement where you'd pledge your virginity until you got married people would wear virgin rings around on their like you were like engaged to jesus or something yeah. so you couldn't so really six, it was yeah. six I didn't times do that. now c's mouth's come open to say something and just not <laughs> things come out well yeah. wait and, let me so yeah, people okay, actively wore a ring to display the fact that they were virgins yes and we're going to remain a virgin until marriage yes you would get yeah. the shit beaten out of you in my high school <laughs> if you did that people would be taking now, the piss me, out of you everywhere it's let me go ahead yeah well no okay so and let me go ahead and preface this like i didn't do that and, no and no, i yeah. didn't and i don't really even know anybody like in my school that did that but that well, was you like guys were already married thing. by then were you? well <laughs> we were, yeah no we, we were, were dating yeah. but no what i was gonna say is that um we didn't i didn't have that kind of exact background i did grow up going to church and we were very involved but it was a very small church so there wasn't like the resources to have like a youth group it was like me and my brother would have been the youth group like that was it <laughs> so it wasn't like a lot of kids but i tell you what i would have eaten up all of that like performance based stuff that like oh you mean i can do this and i can get a ring and i can say that i'm like pure and i can you know, perform to get like approval of people. Oh, I would have, I would have jumped right on board with that because it's all about, I was raised in a very traditional, like performance based, um, Oh, yeah. But like you get rewarded then. And you know, some of those things are good, you know, like you study hard, so you'll get good grades and then you can get, you know, into the college you want and then you can get the job you want. And so like a lot of that was really, a lot of that was really, um, like appealing to me i'm like oh i can do this and this and this and get like really uh you know recognized for it okay great and so yeah that but so adam in your household then if you didn't uh you know masturbate you know let's say less than five times a day did you get a gold star how did that kind of work in your yeah so that was funny because i did no i mean i don't know well i do know that because you told me but no like i i definitely masturbated it wasn't like i didn't do it i just never admitted to it this is how it worked. You do it. You just never admit to it. And then when we got together, when Adam and I got together, um, we started to like kind of experiment like that. And we would, we didn't have sex until we were probably like 20 ish years old. So like at least four to five years yeah. after we met, but we would, we would, we would like do mutual masturbation and we would like play and do things like that. And then I would feel really guilty after Yeah, we would do it. And then I would feel really bad after. Yeah. So that I, was kind of the... I didn't necessarily have that as much because I was raised Catholic and kind of the Catholic way is it, anything yeah. goes as long as you say you're sorry when you go and talk to the priest. <laughs> and, you breed, and you breathe. And you must breathe. 
Yeah. You yeah. have to break. Every, That's the every sperm is sacred. You know the song, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, sorry, I wasted a lot. <laughs> they weren't quite so sacred to me. But I, I Sanctity didn't, of life. Yeah, I didn't yes. quite have the. I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd necessarily call it repressed upbringing that Eve had, because, like I said, my parents were more openly affectionate, and. I don't know. I didn't really have the shame aspect of it that she necessarily did. I was just kind of like, whatever, you know, like a like a dude, like a dude. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so fast forwarding yeah. then, opening what up ifs? and finding your authentic self. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you guys have had quite the journey in the past, uh, well, fifteen years. I know because I listened to some audio from you recently. But let's say a year. Um, when you when you first started uh, mm-hmm. looking into you know, just uh, your sexuality and then looking at joining the lifestyle, did you then feel feel guilt, feel shame? How did you kind of overcome those barriers? Well, with the the recent journey into it, just in the last nine months or so, no, no guilt or shame at all. Um, with the portion of our story that happened 15 years ago with us jumping mm-hmm. too quickly into a full swap dysfunctional poly relationship, is, you know, what we can identify it as now, we definitely felt shame after that was over. Um, but, um, yeah, there, there was shame involved with that, but there's not now because we've come to terms with everything that went on back then. And we've committed ourselves to doing it right this time with more communication, you know, listening to each other better about what the other person's feelings are and more communication and um, communication. More, more communication. Yeah, yeah. I, I think if I mentioned that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A uh, uh, question, because we have listened to um, your first, uh, your your dummy first and your first recording. <laughs> um, I am curious as to whether you expose more of yourselves on the podcast or when you're talking to yourselves talking to each other with a microphone in front than you do regularly um the reason i ask that is because we tend to find that if we speak about something that has happened while we're both around like a play session or something like that we tend to actually just blurt some stuff out we normally wouldn't and it's not because we're keeping it from each other it's more just because we hadn't thought of it and then when it did come up it we happened to be in front of a microphone and it came out at the time did did you guys find any of that did you find sitting yourself sitting down afterward to discuss some stuff yeah so i would say that so far we haven't said anything on uh while we're recording that we haven't said prior but that's because i feel like we've told this part of our story so many times that it's almost like we know what's coming but i could see how that would happen because if most of the time when you're having a conversation or recapping something that happened or or whatever, you're not just sitting looking at each other um, talking it through. It's usually like you're doing something else. You'll be driving home. You'll be, you know, cleaning up the kitchen and just kind of like talking about things. Whereas I could see where or if the you're... Basement. Or the... Well... <laughs> yes. Yeah, or don't the, bother to clean that. No, it's their job. <laughs> it's those little people that live with us jobs that do that. But it, I could see where you're set. If you set yourself, yourself aside time and if you're looking at each other, just talking, I would say that you might have that potential to like your mind is clear. You're not distracted by some, some other things that could be happening while you're talking normally. C generally doesn't doesn't want to look at me when we're podcasting. 
Or just really? in general, actually. <laughs> That's not true. That it's can't be true. Part of our oh, that can't be relationship. I, she looks away. That's so not true. Actually, um, I think one of the reasons why... She hates me. <laughs> shut up and get in your corner. Um, I think one of the reasons why it happens is because you, you're actually absolutely right. You know, if you're just talking about it and you're just pottering around the house versus sitting in front of a microphone, I think that you you actively think a bit more in depth about something mm-hmm. and, and really how you're, how you're feeling about it. Uh, and that's kind of why we, we've found that throughout the years of podcasting now, sometimes you may have heard us on air, we'll say, I'll say something, and he'll be like, what, really? Like, that's you want to do that? And I, just because I haven't, you know, actively processed it or made myself think about things. And we've also yeah. kind of committed, too, to um, trying to only talk on a podcast about stuff we've already processed through. So we don't want to actively process any traumatic situations or anything like that live on air for the whole world to listen to or we, at least we, the- uh, C's definitely done that C's <laughs> definitely done that oh yeah but that's we kind of want people to listen to how we process through it and be able to relate to it and see what it's like on the other side so if they're in the midst of going through a situation similar to ours they can see oh well this, these are the steps they took they're on the other side of that and here's how they feel now so you know, we can try and communicate our way to that point as well. Do you want to get into some questions now, Dee? <laughs> Do I want to? Why yeah. are you you're throwing me in front of the bus here? <laughs> you know, I'm not the question person. I'm the sidetrack everything person. Okay, I do have a question He's the bus here. driver. She has made me a note on her um, iPhone because apparently the iPad she normally makes notes on is out of batteries. It's uh, a true story. I don't charge anything. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the worst... Yes, when I go she's... to go overseas, it's like everything oh, is out of charge. And yeah, he's that's like, but where's problem. your battery pack? Well, the battery pack's out of charge. Too. I'm actually more concerned about the fact that every single sex toy these days is rechargeable. <gasps> oh, Not that's one of when them. the tragedy that happens. Right? That's you what I was going to ask. Yes. Do you even bother to recharge yep. those? Or those no. go by the wayside too? No, she does not. No, I am the official charger of the household. There's one toy that I can think of that does not require any electricity. <laughs> the enjoy and it's sitting right next to you <laughs> the enjoy oh well there's that Clunk. i was talking it could be that it could be like six kilos of stainless steel sitting right beside i was talking about the two pound barbell <laughs> oh yeah that okay the two enjoy. pound bar. enjoy the enjoy yeah. Pure wand. Yes, the skull crusher. <laughs> we didn't get paid anything. The skull to crusher. <laughs> Just, I'm sure. Is that good? Yeah. Stop promoting products when we're not getting paid for it. Oh my gosh. Sorry. So sorry. Pretty sure. Um, following the name of it with the skull crusher is not going to get you any fans. Correct. I. <laughs> I'm not well, sure maybe the, not. the marketing department's not going to be lining up for that. Well, it's a good self-defense weapon too, if necessary. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Um, so she has given me this on her iPhone, but because I am old and don't have my glasses with me, I'm unable to read it. Are you joking? No, I'm not joking. Shit. That's getting serious up in the house. All right. Here's a question. So we put out on there on our Twitter post. Uh, it's a some question. If anybody had any questions that they wanted to ask you, and we have uh, four today, so we're going to go through this. So this one is from Sex Uninterrupted on Twitter, and they said, "What is what has been the most impactful event that has occurred to you both that encouraged you to evolve or grow, and it's lifestyle related." Just an FYI, just kick this off. That is some deep shit. 
That is deep. <laughs> right? That is way so deeper. Deep. This is what happens when you bring spiritual swingers onto <laughs> our podcast. That's so true. It's not surface like... level anymore, man. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's not usually like, what's your favorite sex position? Is that kind of the kind of questions you were hoping for? Yeah. Uh, no, One no, cock we... or two. How what's many your... is good? <laughs> that's what we normally end up with. Like, hey, how do you feel about anal fisting? You know, that's the question. Oh, you got... You guys get that's a hard, that's a hard pass. Question, it? It's not a soft pass. No, a hard still pass. Hard. Yeah. Maybe I did just learn something new with the skull microphones crusher. on. Yeah. <laughs> Bring out the skull crusher. Wow. Okay. So what was the question? Yeah. <laughs> what has been the most impactful event that has happened to you both that encouraged you to evolve or grow? And it has to be lifestyle, In the lifestyle. related. Um, I would, and my answer to this is probably different from Eve's. I would say, um, related to our whole backstory, for me, the biggest hurdle was being able to trust the guys in other couples that they weren't like smarmy, creepy out there to fuck anything with a vagina <laughs> outside of D. Because <laughs> I know that's truly the way he is, but he puts on this facade like he's trustworthy and a decent person. Well, you'll never get and anyone I... into bed without doing that. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know your strategy. But it, that was the biggest thing for me is because the experience we had 15 years ago, the guy was just so smarmy and creepy and just not trustworthy. But, you know, we were young and dumb. We didn't know any better. So we got involved deeper than we should have. So that was the biggest thing for me now was realizing that, you know, guys in the lifestyle can be respectful and they can be nice and flattering and friendly. So that that was the biggest thing for me. And you don't always have to have your defenses up. You do look really good over Skype, Adam, just, you know, saying. Yeah, you're a beautiful man as well. You did touch my cock at Desire. What? So, <laughs> I, you can't deny that. I feel Can like I'm I missing say that part. There was pro- no, no, there no, were you probably were there. You a... were between us at the time. <laughs> there were a wow. whole, whole lot of okay. people's cocks I, I touched even... at Desire just in the in the jacuzzi as you're walking past. I it's like, thought I was well, special. It's a penis. Oh, you are special. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Okay, thank you. Oh. Is that something? No. no. Okay. Um, Okay. Was that yours? So, okay. Most impactful event. I don't know. But I will say um, it's about encouraging encouraging us to grow, right? And so something that I jotted down here is Adam is much more extroverted in the lifestyle than I'm used to seeing, which after 25 years comes as a bit of a surprise and a bit of shock. and yeah, I have he's to like just walking is... around rubbing his penises on other men. He is. Oh my gosh, <laughs> no. he can't keep it to himself at all. No, <laughs> but no. Who knew? So, um, I've always wanted, though. I mean, in seriousness, I've always wanted him to feel confident and to be able to to be the. Um, and I don't know if it's extrovert, but to just be able to be himself in front of other people. And I'm seeing that, and I have to remind myself that it's kind of what I've always wanted for him, but. It it does hit me kind of different. And so, because I'm kind of used to having the last word in our relationship, Will, which I, you know, will admit, <laughs> like, he he usually will just kind of say, you know, 
Yeah. Well, it can be shocking to overcome 25 years of resting asshole face to all of a sudden <laughs> yeah. become, you know, a, a happy, somewhat outgoing person. It's strange for... Yeah. You know, and I'm used to kind her. of being able to tell him stop doing that and he'll stop doing whatever it is because that's just kind of the way that our relationship has gone and I'll admit that that's not healthy necessarily but it was much more convenient for me <laughs> so <laughs> I have to remember I have to kind of balance this new sense of confidence that he has um with my own pride you know I'm kind of used to being able to go stop doing that that's not I'd... you know and I don't want that though I want him to be able to be himself and be an individual and and I and there's absolutely no problem with it he is he's... for the for the folks out there who can't see the video <laughs> just the cocks touching with you in between us that was a reaction that i felt i feel like you wanted to say stop doing that <laughs> the, the video no, reaction was a little she different. likes the manwich <laughs> i do like the manwich didn't How seem to un, 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 unhappy with the lady witch either, just quietly. I don't miss the lady. Yes. <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely. I get what you're saying there too, though, I think, because sometimes, um, you know, your your partners can can also grow individually, you know, and I think that's, mm -hmm. that can be a really positive thing for them. It's a positive thing for you to see that um, because you, you know that they're a great person and you know that they have so much that they could share with people, but they're a little bit too maybe uh, reserved to do that. So you actually end up... Um, you're seeing this awesome thing that I, I hate you, do. I really do. That, that comes, that, that He's comes growing out. before our eyes. Not like that. That was me peacocking. Um, yeah, and, and it, can be, it can be really interesting. And, and I think our reactions can be interesting to that as well. Because sometimes, like for example, if, we, if we're just hanging around the house and perhaps we've just gotten back from long trips and Dee's exhausted and he's got his cranky old man pants on and then we go out on a date... And he's this like shiny, happy, fun, loving man out with other people. Sometimes also that can feel a bit funny to me because I'm like, where is my shiny, happy man? You know, right. doing just normal daytime <laughs> house crap. Why does why does this other couple or whatever? Why do they get happy, shiny man, and I get like grumpy around the house man? Um, I think so your wording was the best D. They get the best D. The best version, mm -hmm. yeah, because yeah. they. Because, you know, your your life in general, you're washing, you're paying bills, you're cleaning the house, like you're going to work. It's 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 boring. When you go out, it's kind of exciting. It's new. Well, no, it's not that. It's the it's the uncle syndrome. And and you can take this from an uncle. When what? when you're the Is uncle, you get to do the most... make that shit up? Sorry, what? The uncle syndrome. Yeah, that's a thing. No. I'm you, Googling you, it. You Google it. Let's you Google, Google it right now. Yeah. yeah. Fact check. Totally. Where's our fact checker? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the... The... Um, the the uncle thing it's because when you're when you're the uncle you get to be awesome you know because you're only there every now and again so you only have to put on spurts of being awesome and you know, you don't have to deal with it all the time and when you're dealing with this stuff all the time general life a lot of general life <laughs> much to facebook's um uh, different is, mm, is boring you know like mm -hmm. nobody puts up on facebook i just had a fight with my wife I'm ready to kill the bitch. <laughs> like, nobody does that. <laughs> nobody ever does that. It's I mean, Facebook right. is the shiniest, um, best thing that everybody does, which is why people get so upset. And, and I mean, certainly you've had points like this where uh, the world of Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, the highlight reel for sure. It's the highlight reel of everybody's life. So, mm -hmm. um, and so's so can be 
your time in the lifestyle and dating because you know you you have to be your best you can't turn up and just be a snot like sometimes right. i want to <laughs> right. and i guess yeah. that's one of the reasons why we do like the pants on pants off friendship too because for us like uh, around yeah they the, get to see the worst of me as well yeah it's true they, they like <laughs> you know it's not always like okay i've got to spend an hour getting ready like we can just cruise around their house and in a summer dress or shorts and a shirt and just to hair up and they love us for who we are and jeans and a shirt but jeans and shirt just, they still find us attractive you know and i think that that's something that i guess is awesome one of the reasons why i really enjoy it yeah is that laziness factor okay question two <laughs> and this one's from a fun italian couple so they have said in your journey thus far what is the biggest pitfall mistakes turn off that you have seen with other couples which ultimately led you to pass on them as potential play partners so to wrap that up what has made you not want to play with somebody um for me there's a couple of like basic overall things like just on kind of the profile level like swipe right swipe left on the profile so to speak um crotch shot pics and no pics of the guys on the profile are things that that just make me be like no pass Man, you've just ruled out ninety-seven percent. I know people I in know. the lifestyle, and this this is coming from the guy who sent out probably four hundred messages to people on three different lifestyle sites too. Every one of so, them with a dick pic attached. Yeah, probably. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Richard Nixon. What's wrong with that? <laughs> well, okay, what, well, just before you before you move on to Eve though, what about in in person? Like, if you're at a meet and greet, or if you're out on a date with somebody, or at, a, at an event, what is the a turn off well, for you on, on Facebook. We haven't really had any issues in person that have been turnoffs because we typically have enough of a vetting process over kick and enough communication ahead of time that we can kind of weed out the ones. Like a couple examples of that is um, a couple that we met, um, actually chatted with for a while. They seemed really nice over kick, went to dinner with them. Seemed really nice at dinner. Uh, didn't do anything after the initial dinner, but we continued to chat with them later on. And the guy of the other couple just started sending like random selfies from the gym. Yeah, he kept sending gym selfies. So he'd be at the gym yeah. and here's him like lifting a weight. And it would be like arm day. So it's funny because it kind of puts that on me to respond because Adam... What is he going to say to that? You know, and in this, yeah. it, turned nice. out well, this nice it turned out that this guy ended up being kind of, um, I think he was just kind of socially awkward. I mean, to be really honest, I mean, he was a nice guy, but I think he was really socially awkward. So then um, he started making fun of my job, like, you know, as as someone who you would be friends with for 10 years would, you know, as you guys say, take the piss out of you about your job. He would do that with me having, you know, known the guy for an hour over dinner and for kick chat back and forth. And I'm like, sorry, dude, you haven't earned the right to be that way with me. Get that familiar that quick. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that, you know, that became Especially a hard pass. Especially while sending gym shots. I mean, I right. actually, yeah. very similar to your rule, I have a rule. If somebody has a gym shot on their profile, it's a, it's a no for me as well. Because, yeah. I mean, Jim. Jim is like the worst place to take a photo of yourself. You're sweaty. 
you know, like yeah. it's smelly. It's just like, God damn, really? You got yeah. something better than that you can put our way. Yeah. And yeah, anyway. uh, one one other example was another one. This one was a hard pass over kick. When, one of our standard questions when we chat with people over kick is how did you get into the lifestyle or what got you into the lifestyle? And, uh, you know, the single one word answers are always, you know, a big red flag. Like these people are not intelligent enough to communicate. But the worst <laughs> one was the guy replied with two emojis. And you guys will be able to see this because we're on Skype, but it's like, you do the finger shape where your index like an finger o- like and your okay. thumb like, like okay. circle, and the other three fingers are up. And then the emoji right next to it was the finger pointing, as if inserting finger into hole was his answer for why they got into the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I'm like, are you wow. fucking twelve? Like seriously, <laughs> he couldn't even he couldn't even say it out loud. He had yeah, he, he couldn't even put a sentence together to say why they got in lifestyle. It was finger and hole. That's what got me in yeah. the lifestyle. I'm like, uh, douchebag, you're gone. It got yeah, that ended. We get quickly. we get a lot of those. Yeah, yeah. Not maybe not maybe not an emoji, but you know, uh, she has been offered for another anal fisting. <laughs> Yeah. She's oh. going really well. It's, <laughs> it's twice. Lucky now. girl. Been set up for an anal fisting. Um, Look at you. Yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. Obviously, wow. her asshole just is one of those assholes that looks like it needs a fisting. I don't. Know. No. Oh, I'm really not too sure how to take that. To be honest, I'm going to move it. I, I, I think we should go to Eve now and ask her what her answer was to that question about the anal fisting. No, not about oh, the anal no, fisting. Okay. <laughs> Let's move past that. Move past that. Okay. So uh, this is about others that have oh turnoffs, and you know to be really honest, we don't we don't have any horror stories. Um, it's a lot of times it's just boiled down to that we just didn't click, you know, on a level of being able to just have the conversation flow. You know, sometimes it gets really you know sometimes you can just have a conversation and never stop talking and we just have fun and it's great and you can say whatever and everybody's laughing and sometimes it's just like okay, well, oh. Wow. Sorry. We, just, you off track. We, we do uh, we do uh, visual testing while visual, Oh, okay. I'm very easy Skype. to distract. So it's kind shiny of things. Shiny, shiny things. Shiny things. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, keep so, going. No, no, no. So really, it's just kind of boiled down to how much we had in common, how easy the conversation flowed. Um, because, you know, I guess I, the lifestyle is one of these things where, like, I is different from my normal life because I'm usually very, like, goal-oriented about, like, okay, here's what's going to happen and we're going to have, like, expectations and what's going to mean success. Like, what's, what is success? And it's finger and hole, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> I just had to come out what she was doing right then. But it's kind of like this is my one area where like literally there are no expectations. And I always look at it that whatever we have gone, if we've gone somewhere, if we've gone to the club without a plan or without an, to meet anyone or without any anything prearranged, it's just going to be fun. And it and it's going to be part of the story. And it's going to be more fun than we would have had sitting here probably on this very couch um, by ourselves you know asleep. falling asleep with, with lego stuck in your feet with legos yes. in our feet watching like yeah. hgtv or whatever so it's yeah so i mean really there's no like character flaw that we've come across necessarily it's just kind of boiled down to whether it seems like we can engage we yeah. can have friends i get the we task of weeding out all the idiots and trolls well, before we even right. get to the and point well, of meeting them does. in person adam does like 
a very extensive, you know, like kind of a process before I even get added into a chat. So I never really, I mean, they're usually pretty quality before I even come on the scene, I guess. Yeah. I don't yeah. probably see it, the ones that might be the really turnoffs. You somehow know, that you we, guys snuck past me. the fence, though. <laughs> well, we didn't, have to, we didn't do anything online with them. Oh, that's true. We made we them, met them in, per- in person. We actually ambushed them a little bit at lunchtime. Yeah, so pretty much they couldn't get away. That's what happened there. Yeah, well, we cornered you at Desire. If I remember correctly, we mm-hmm. may have invited you to sit at our table. So the ambush may have been... Oh, Mutual, oh. a mutual ambushing. Mutual ambush. But that's how good we are, right? We we mind tricked you into thinking that you're ambushed. <laughs> that we did it the whole time. We were actually like, you must come but, to but our team. Interestingly, <laughs> in your Jedi aren't ambush, you? there was not a bush inside. Thank goodness for that. <laughs> no, it's very true. All the bushes were very nicely maintained. Well yes. trimmed. Yep. Well, yep. Trim, no got trim complaints. Got to trim around the tree. Actually, uh, talking about turn offs. Let the shrubbery sorry. take over the tree. <laughs> sorry. I'm done now. Okay. You're talking good. about turn offs, I was actually. Oh, no, wait a second. One more. Okay. <laughs> what would you be doing if I didn't call you back? Um, I actually went back and listened to our Desire podcast from the previous year because I was trying to figure out what was different for, for us and, and how we were approaching it differently. And in that one, I remembered that we spoke about actually a turnoff at Desire for us, and it was that we saw a couple come in and they treated their wait staff really poorly. Yeah. And we instantly went, you're out. Like they, they, they could have been great in all of the other aspects, but the instant that they treated somebody that was, you know, a service staff um, with, uh, in a way that we thought was, was less than what they deserved or less respectful than what they deserved, we just went, you're out instantly. So that's a big turn off for us. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, was there a punchline to that? No, I'm just oh, sharing okay. what Sorry. was a turn off for us. Okay. Oh, turn off for us. Yeah. Oh, we're back to the question. We've been running, we've See been what she around, did there. We've been running around she the She drew woods you back in. <laughs> yeah, I know. She does that all the time. <laughs> That's a big one for us. I mean, I, we've seen that a couple of times now. Yeah, we have. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't generally... Well, generally people piss me off if they if they don't, you know, just be nice. Just just be human. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. it doesn't cost. It doesn't cost anything. Even if somebody's not being their best self to you it's it's easy to just you know uh, relax and say okay thank you and walk away um certainly just adding to the to the snideness of a conversation is not going to make life any better for anyone yeah yeah see now i'm getting deep fuck this you're so deep (laughs) 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 yeah that's that (laughs) <laughs> it's unfortunately no. the first no time I've heard that from you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> There's always next time. There is always next time. All right, question three. So this one's from uh, also from Twitter. It's from uh, Who Knows, and they said, what do you do differently as a couple that has helped you grow in the lifestyle and in your relationship? We're getting a lot of growth questions here. Mm. A lot of deep, growthy type questions. This is because it's the spiritual swingers. No, That's what's it's... going on. Because, you know, this is all about growth. You've had a lot of problems with lack of growth recently. Oh, oh, I see what you've done. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Do you know what? He was obviously talking about, like, erectile dysfunctions, but when I hear the word growth, sometimes I think, like, 
uh, like bacteria growth. Uh. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Hopefully, uh. so you can see why I was like completely on the wrong thought of. I really prefer. What if it's the good kind of version of growth? <laughs> well, yeah, was it, I was yes, like, what? could be a good kind, like the ones that grow in cheese. Right. Yes. <laughs> there's a there's a shadow side to everything. I mean, there is good and bad, and all of it. We'll we'll get into that. Um, on our show, it's <laughs> there's no bad in me. There's well, no bad. I'm all good. I'm like a little slice of heaven. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Why are you laughing? That's so what hard, I was Adam? gonna say. I, I don't even know what to He's say to that. Gone off mic, pissing himself. Come on, you're a big slice of heaven, and you know. Okay, it. <laughs> let's just. Okay, we're talking about growth in our relationships, and I. So what do you what do you do differently now? So um, you know, I would say in. I would say making our physical relationship a priority because I particularly can get pretty one dimensional, especially when I have work to do or when I'm feeling focused on things that matter, you know, quote unquote, that really matter, um, which could be anything from getting the house clean to working out the details of our retirement plan. So um, for our relationship. You have a retirement plan? Oh, well, they you know. They've got Today versus the long term, you know, and I can get very focused on that and really um, ignore things that I would deem less important. Um, so even if that meant not having any fun at all, um, but we approach the lifestyle differently. So since splurging a little in terms of uh, being more spontaneous, like with our trip to desire um, with all of you, um, I've felt the value of making time for fun, um, whether it's, you know, putting down the work and doing something to get myself into a sexy mood, um, even if I'm not feeling it initially. So I've learned about myself that it's not because I don't like fun or sex or whatever. I just need to remember that my focus on the feelings that I have in the moment are temporary. And I'm always glad after I've gone and done the unimportant thing, um, and I, it does, I do find value in it and it does energize our relationship. So kind of just, I just, I really like the fact that you said you've gone and done the unimportant thing. And then I looked over at Adam and I realized that he in fact was the unimportant thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, okay, no, well, that no, came out no, wrong I'm kidding. No, but, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. That... I'm kidding. But you know, <laughs> It is. It's, you know, like I could go, we went three or four years without any vacation. Oh, wow. I mean, this one, this trip that we just took was the first one in like a very long time. And it was because I was like, well, we don't, all of our plans aren't in place yet. We've got to get all the ducks, the ducks in a row before we do anything fun. And life's short, you know? Yeah, you're just, you're just re reprioritizing mm -hmm. yourself. Absolutely. I'm going to add the uh, Microsoft methodology to my other previous uh, method here. You can Google that as well if you like. Yeah, I'm, um, I don't know what that is. So, for example, uh, I, I use this regularly at, at work because people are always focused on perfection. And perfection, realistically, is unattainable, right. which is why if you look at something like Windows, Microsoft releases that when it's at 80% finished. Right, we all know that because we all try to stay away from it yeah. for the first mm -hmm. six months until you get a few serious upgrades. Well, that, that's exactly what you need to treat all of life 
like. You know, that's you spend right. your the eighty twenty rule. You when you get to eighty percent, that's near enough. You know, you've got to get out and spend that twenty percent doing other things and trying to uh, build that eighty percent from there up while you're not actually involved in it. Right. So it's important that you don't aspire for. I mean, aspiring for perfection is okay, but working until you attain it, you'll never do anything else. Right. And that's why our recordings are always like 80 <laughs> I've got better things to do. Right. <laughs> Just quietly. I th- like, talk to you, Pat. I think a big awesome. aspect for Eve, too, is to see the value in non-quantifiable things, like fun or a vacation or sex you know that's a non-quantifiable activity most of the time Uh, i mean you can notch the bedpost if you want but generally speaking it's you know there's there's a certain value to activities and things like that that you can't quantify on a tax form or in a bank account statement or on a spreadsheet so, you know, she's been so goal-oriented with those things over the years and had kind of attained those goals, and you didn't really know where to go at that point. So that's kind of what got us into more of the lifestyle-type stuff is that it helps you kind of get into those non-quantifiable things and enjoy them and learn how to enjoy life. Yeah, we, we've had some friends who only just recently have changed their mindset. You know, they they used to spend all of their time uh, and th- theirs was purely financial, so forget the rest. They they were just so focused on having a particular bank account figure that they wouldn't do anything that would potentially uh, damage that. So what that meant, though, was, you know, well, well, we'll scrimp and save on the bottle of wine that we want to drink rather than drinking something we like. And and that extended to every part of their life. And and they got to a point where, thankfully, they realized this was not a healthy way yeah, to Yeah, it was actually damaging their relationship. It was damaging they, their relationship They wouldn't even go well. out to the movies, the cinemas. You know, they were they were so focused on having enough money uh, in their in in their bank account that it actually started really affecting their relationship um, because they just didn't spend yeah. any fun time together. You know, it just got to the point where it was just all focused on work. Yep. So they they then changed yeah. that mindset, and now they've been traveling, like they they're always away, mm. and it's you know now that now they've got to be careful. The other thing is, of course, you can't have too problem. much fun. Yeah, You've got to be problem. careful. We, yeah, we don't do right. the eighty twenty. We we do like the the forty sixty. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why we don't have a retirement. Or the sixty nine, is another oh. good number. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, it's a very good number. It is a good number, but... Yeah, know. everything in moderation, I guess. Yeah. And yeah, so it's been a, a shift. Adam, do you have an answer to that question or you want to roll on to the next one? Didn't he already answer that question? He was just talking about Eve's um, huh. That can be a collective couple thing. Well, mine, mine, the biggest thing for me was just communication. Previously, we were... Um, my personality is kind of the type where if there's any kind of conflict, I'll just shut down and I'll shut down internalize everything and i'll just go away and once the problem goes away then i'll come back um but this has allowed us to communicate it and i still do a little i mean i still have to have my own internal processing time because if we start communicating about things too soon after you know not necessarily a traumatic event but something that needs to be discussed between the two of us 
if we get into a it too soon, event. then I'm going to wind up saying something that I don't necessarily mean. And I learned long ago with the two of us that that doesn't work. <laughs> there, I remember back when we were in college, I called her, I didn't even call her a bitch. I said, you don't need to be so bitchy. And by the time I got back, she was in tears. Like I was going to get a pizza and I came back and she was in tears. I'm like, fuck me. I'm never going to say that again. (laughs) So I don't think you ever have. No, I never have. And 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 I I can't, I can't let the voice in my head talk too much. (laughs) It's what it comes down to. (laughs) Right. And and I think we're both kind of like that. Like we, we will both just be quiet and not talk about whatever it is. And, you know, like, it's it's kind of hilarious that we want to start a podcast because we don't really talk like this, usually. Um, we can, we have enough intuition for each other that we kind of know what the other's thinking anyway. Yeah. And then the rest of it, we're just quiet and we just fill in the blanks probably wrongly, you know, and don't, but we don't fight. We are not like yellers. We don't, you know, throw big fits about anything. So we can kind of like coexist for really easily without we idled along very well for like 15 years it's just it wasn't growth it wasn't our i mean we weren't there wasn't we weren't at the best level of enjoyment of each other that we could have been because we were just kind of like maintaining so existence versus living exactly Mm -hmm. yeah i mean we we all have to be careful that we don't just exist that we actually enjoy the time we have here because you know it's not a great deal of time not in the grand scheme of things, no. It's not. It's almost my birthday, and every year I have this like existential crisis near my birthday, where I'm like, I haven't achieved enough. Uh, I'm waste. I'm gonna die soon, and I really need to get out there and do do more. And poor D has to suffer through that now nine years in a row. And uh, and then you go out and get drunk and forget about it. It only gets more violent every year as well. I might add. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> oh no. Yeah. She hits me. I do not. <laughs> we, we don't actually tend to, to fight a lot. Like, we, we don't nitpick at each other. I think one of the things that we, noticeably, too, with, with some other couples, uh, our friends, is that they might, like, nitpick at each other constantly, just little things or just be getting to them. So we don't have that, but if we do have a fight, like, it's proper catastrophic fighting. I don't know. Catastrophic is a very good catastrophic. I mean, it might be dogastrophic. <laughs> Dogstrophic. <laughs> wow. Which is like just next door. Could be mouse-strophic. You don't need to have kids to tell dad jokes. That's what I'm saying. No, oh, I mean, wow. These are awesome. You can add this to your material if you like, Adam. I w- I'm taking notes. <laughs> no, you're not. I actually quite enjoy the dynamic here. We've got one one on one side who's just like free ball and he's just hands in the air going, Woo! when answering questions and then on the other side we've got somebody who's i can see there's like a page of notes there on the table you do not there? see my notes no, i can't no, no, see no. your notes but i know she there's actually a page said there. a couple of days ago let's go over these questions and compare sure we're not going to say so the not same going over the same thing things compare and, and, contrast. My answer, and there's like three words for me is the maximum <laughs> for each question that i wrote down <laughs> it's like sentences <laughs> who paragraphs write, who writes sentences oh, no. <laughs> all right so okay let's, let's, let's talk about sex stuff oh let's talk about sex sorry i'm getting we're, we're talking about sex now whatever i was talking uh, about the last question is from i'm gonna i'm gonna assume this is an anonymous source because i got this uh, from a direct message and it is do it you see anonymous anonymous huh 
Huh? Yeah, back to my dog. <laughs> in comedy, they I'm call that a callback. <laughs> it's too far now. Oh, sh- <laughs> uh, this one. Do you see yourself always being a soft swap couple? And what component is not quite there for you to be full swap? Matter, matter of time, right couple, etc. Can I before we before you guys get in and answer this? I I have a problem with this. Not not so much the question, but the the fact that it seems in the lifestyle in a lot of in a lot of occasions people see that full swap is the goal almost. Yeah. Yeah. Some mm-hmm. people see full swap as a goal. I I don't have that. Um, that mentality. I mean, don't get me wrong. I really enjoy fucking people. <laughs> I'm not gonna, not gonna hold that back. Duly but, noted. But, <laughs> but I, I honestly think like there is no goal to this. The, the, it may just be you may forever be a couple that only has s- sex in the same room with somebody else. You know, that may be what your, your um, comfort level is for you and your relationship or for you know just that's all you wanted to achieve i just i i have a concern that we're getting to the point in this lifestyle where people are aiming they see a goal of this attainment and there's like a stepwise process you know you go a same room soft swap full swap separate room um, you know, single play, guy, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I start to, and and I don't want it to be, I want people to understand that that's not certainly what I feel about it. I think I speak for C on this as well. Um, this is not a stepwise process. In fact, you may go like you guys did to full swap and then go, well, hang on, this is not for us. Yeah. You know, you went basically all the way to poly and you've come back from there to something that is, more respective of what your relationship is and where you want to be. So I just wanted to preface that because I don't like the fact that it feels like a stepwise process because I don't think it is. I think it's wherever you want to be. Okay, yeah. it's your turn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you were too busy talking to Adam. <laughs> no, well, we we have we we we, we, we joked that we needed paper, to rock, have, scissoring for who goes first. Well, we needed we had a joke that we needed to have like the talking stick, like they have in like therapy, so that we each don't talk over each other because that's kind of been a something that is new for have, us. Him actually wanting to talk, but um, we have a talking dildo. Oh well, hey. <laughs> That yeah. might be. It's a fourteen inch. It's a fourteen be. inch dildo. It was that talking dildo. Nice. So you're only That's allowed the... to talk with the big black cock in your hand. And it was actually bright pink, just so you know. Okay. Two hands. Yeah. Yep. Oh, bright pink. <laughs> wow. Even better. Wow. Yeah. Well, okay. You can now so, have the talking dildo. Okay. Um. <laughs> so here. Okay, thank you. Oh, thank you. You, like, passed it to me. It's It's so heavy. Well, that's okay. Um, That might limit the talking, too. But I guess what it seems like, and and this might just be my own perception, because I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I like to hear, you know, other people's experience. And it seems to me that um, everybody usually has, like, their first experience where they don't know what they don't know. And there's not a lot of boundaries and there's not a lot of communication. And it's like, well, let's just see what happens to get like a baseline, right? And then and then they either proceed or they take a break because it was too much, you know, or something like that. So you're right. We did have that scenario about 15 years ago. And um, we took about a 15-year break. So that's like extreme, right? But there's a... 
there's a philosophy in natural medicine that if it's strong enough to help you, then it's strong enough to hurt you. And I guess I feel like lifestyle interactions are, are almost like a form of natural drugs. You know, all of these lifestyle interactions cause chemical uh, responses mm -hmm. that send us kind of on a trip, right? So a lot of, you know, many medications will produce a hangover or side effects if the dosage is wrong. And our key is to kind of stay on the lowest dose necessary to maximize what feels good while not pushing limits so hard that we overdose and get a hangover, you know, and I think it's the jo the wisdom of the Joneses, right? I mean, they're great. They're so wise. And they always say um, that they'd rather regret something that they didn't do than regret something that yeah. did happen or happened too soon. And so we're very much about just leaving the door open for future experiences uh, with the same couples, maybe than trying to do everything all in one shot. Um, so, you know, boundaries can move as long as communication is open and our barriers and our walls stay down between the two of us. Um, but, you know, there is something admirable about the couples that can read each other so well and they can read kind of their play partners so well that they know just how far to go without making anyone else uncomfortable, including their own partner. But part of me has to wonder if, you know, once we're to if that were us, once we're to that point, then is some of the excitement gone? You know, everything is still so new to us right now that, um, you know, it's it's all just fun, you know. So, yeah, I guess. Yeah, the excitement doesn't go away. You just get rid of that boring old couple and get a new one. Oh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> well, and yeah. On that note, no. bye. No. <laughs> no more no. dates for you. Oh, jeez. Yeah. No, not at all. Um, I, I agree. And, and uh, I think it's quite smart that you guys are looking at it that way, given it also your history. You know, you have to be very careful. Overstepping, I mean, certainly we overstepped, I should say. Certainly C overstepped oh, first time around. Can't let you know, it go. Swing testicles, <laughs> cock in face. Yeah, remember? There was a jacuzzi I remember involved. it, but you're making it out like it was a swinging testicles at a cock in my face. No, <laughs> no that, just, would be, that would be testicles on chin, cock in mouth. Oh, it's not. I kissed. I kissed a lady. That was my overstepping. Just so we can clarify. Yeah, it's so and funny. you freaked the fuck out. Oh, she was memories. in a jacuzzi in a yeah. She was in a jacuzzi in her bikini at the time, in a swingers club. That's true. There's that. There's that detail, <laughs> right? Well, and I think yeah. I guess to kind of answer that question though, um, we know enough about ourselves to know that growth means change. So to say that we'd never do something is almost foolish. To say we'd never be into full swap is almost like saying that it's almost for sure going to happen, right? Um, but for us, every interaction is still new, and anything that Adam sees me do with another guy is not only new and pretty unfamiliar but it also triggers a memory in him that he doesn't like so you know he's working past that and really i mean i think very motivatedly <laughs> working past that um yeah but so new things are on the horizon for but us. um but yeah i mean it's i think we might have a little bit further to go than the average person who hasn't had any like negative programming you know associated with this he's kind of got a kind of a well, little it, bit of a hill to overcome and we've said from the start getting back into this that we can and we've had literally hours of conversations about 
you know, where we want to go with this. Not to say that we have goals, but, you know, we've gone into it saying we'll never say never about anything. Um, we can say not right now, but we can never say never to it. Um, it just, it takes time and it takes communication, meditation on my part to visualize things and be okay with it. Probably the same for you. Um, but I don't know. Um, we're comfortable with where we're at now. It's not necessarily, you know, the right couple thing. We, we can't really say one way. I mean, we're not holding out for this perfect tick all the boxes couple that we can say, Oh, it's okay to be full swap with them. You, you <laughs> may or may not be on the list guys. So I don't know if, if you keep up with the whole throw them to the curb thing, your stock may be going down a little bit. Uh, just speaking of negative programming, I'm just wondering every time a telephone rings in your household now, <laughs> Just, Do you get does triggered? anybody run get triggered? to another room? Does anybody get triggered? It depends on if we're naked at the time. I don't think we'll oh. ever answer a phone naked <laughs> I'm again. I'm so brain dead. It took me like 30 seconds to know what you're talking about. Maybe you've repressed it. It's because he's not wearing any pants. I have. I've pushed it to the back of my mind. No, we, yeah, definitely have issues with scheduling photographers. <laughs> <laughs> Totally, it totally ruined that for me, <laughs> forever and always. No. We we've rallied since then. <laughs> yeah, but twice. well, Do yeah, you... once or twice. But we're, we're. Do we have to explain what that is now? <laughs> nah. Nah. Not going to be this. <laughs> no, okay. We're just going to. That's it getting hang. edited out. Okay. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing better for listeners than inside jokes between mm-hmm. the people in the podcast. It's... We're just going to leave it sit and see how many questions we get. That's generally oh. how we roll. Oh. Then we might awesome. answer it down the track. You know, <laughs> okay. minimum Maybe. of fifty angry emails before you'll actually tell the story. Yeah. So what is we your told, email We told address? it on the last podcast. <laughs> we mentioned it on the last podcast. We did actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that just shows how you guys didn't listen to the last podcast. I so. did. We did listen. Yes, we did. And we were so excited. We were like, "Oh my yeah. gosh, that's our story." Okay. Anyway, (laughs) but yeah, so part of our process is, or at least my process, because I mean, I'll freely admit I'm kind of the anchor as far as play goes for us, um, because the, the situation 15 years ago, I think was more, more traumatic for me. And like we mentioned in our upcoming initial episodes, it's, it's not Eve's fault. It's not my fault. The situation that happens, there's equal blame on both sides with, getting in too deep in the situation 15 years ago, but there's much more for me to process with going back to say the physical level we were at at that point. So we've come a long way in the nine or 10 months or whatever we've been in the lifestyle. And, you know, it, it just takes visualization, a lot of discussion, fantasy talk during our time together. And, um, just sometimes you have to push boundaries as as uncomfortable as that may seem. Um, sometimes you have to push a boundary and just kind of see what happens. Uh, but you have to make sure that you're doing that with someone that you can trust to the point that you can say, okay, I'm not really feeling right about this. And you can switch to something that is comfortable. So that's one of the greatest things we've experienced so far is just all the people that we've met and had experiences with 
we knew going in there that that was that trust level that we were always basically always with everyone that we've had an experience with mm-hmm. we've been what some might call it a lower level than they were but there was that mutual trust among everybody that if there was ever somehow a line crossed that it was okay to signal and move away or say something or stop or whatever. So that's that's been the most reassuring and comforting thing for me. And we desperately try to associate with couples that feel that way as well. You know, I, I don't, and yeah. it doesn't matter what, you know, uh, do we label ourselves as a full swap couple? Yes. But has there been occasions where we've gone, nope, okay we're not we've gotten to the point of just being in the same room with a couple and i don't you know i've called it where i've gone i'm I'm not interested in this progressing any further than what it is right now which may have just been something as simple as kissing it just comes down to what everybody's into at the time and everybody in the room should respect that and if they don't then you're in the wrong room Mm. yeah and i think no matter how far we get so to speak we're always going to default to a quote-unquote lower level when we have a first interaction with a couple. I don't really see us ever being the type that are going to be, okay, we've kick-chatted with you, we're meeting you for the first time, we're going to our first play session, we're going to full swap on our first play session. We don't see that happening because, I mean, you you really don't know what you're getting into when you do that. You don't, you don't know if you're going to come across somebody who's like an ass-slapper, finger-in-the-butt type of... <laughs> sex person you know that whoa hang on i I, I fail to see the problem no i'm just kidding Um, and that's the whole thing is that everything is situational it's just us i mean everything is situational and we've been together like i said like we've only had each other like we've only ever dated each other we don't have other dating experience but i could imagine maybe because of that um if I found myself single, I don't see that I would go on a date with someone and just, you know, have sex with them the first time. I mean, maybe, but I'm not going to say that just wouldn't probably be my speed anyway. So why would the lifestyle interactions be any different? And, And some people may be okay to do that. I'm not, this is not judgment on people who can do that. They're probably, they've probably grown in different ways than we have. And that's not such a big deal for them. But for us, I mean, like, you can't agree to everything up front, you know what I mean, before you've gotten into the situation. It's Now, all that being said, thanks to, you know, like your guys' influence with your discussions about uh, single guys and stuff like that, we've actually contacted a single guy and we have a date arranged for Stop like three it. weeks or so from now. So, and what do you want to, what do you want? How so do you exciting. see that? How do you see that going? Well, I see it going very well. Actually. <laughs> well, basically what it came down to with me is my mentality for progressing into seeing Eve with another man, penetrative sex with another man is I want to be connected to that still somehow. Um I I we're not the type of couple who can just pair off with the other person even if it's same room or same bed and be just next to each other. Mm. It's there's got to be a connectedness and organic interaction between everybody involved. And for me personally, I feel like that in order for us to get, to be able to push that boundary where I see Eve physical with another man, I don't want to get distracted quote unquote 
by another woman that I also have to put effort into. Cause I don't want to just be like, you just go and sit over here for a while. I want to be involved with this because I'm, you know, this yeah. is a new experience for me. So I just, something kind of clicked in me a few, a week or so ago that was just like, let's maybe try a single guy, see if there's a good one out there. And we honestly really lucked into finding we a, think we have what one. seems we'll to be a really out. good guy. We'll see how, <laughs> how, whether you not team realize is as good as team fantasize, but. <laughs> oh, I'm, exo- I'm excited for your date. That's, um, that's, that's great. I think that's going to be a really interesting, um, date for you guys and i i'm I'm keen to hear about how that all turns out yeah Yeah. we'll we'll see how it goes if it goes anything like our first um experience did it went the experience itself was very very good but after the fact i i had some deep thought required to justify that i was okay with it so um you know of course should you get into a similar boat we may be thousands yeah. of miles away, but we have a Skype link. Yeah, you know, and, exactly. Um, I'd, I, I, uh, yeah, I'm happy to happy to try and help you guide you through it. If well, guide you through it. That sounds very. Talk about your feelings. Yeah, talk maybe about it because I, I really struggled for like you. Two days afterward, I shut down. I, I just yeah. Um, had he wasn't to, angry. He wasn't, wasn't angry. angry. I just he needed wasn't, to he figure wasn't it mean out. towards me. In fact, actually, D did say like I'm actually something's going on right now. I actually can't. I tell you, I, I can't actually talk to you about this because I don't, I can't even clarify what's happening yeah. in my own head right now. So give me two days. I'm going to try and figure it out, what I'm thinking, and then I can actually come back and communicate that with you. So. Yeah, there's always a processing period after anything like that where anytime you push a boundary where, you know, the society part of your brain that you've had for so long is telling you this is wrong, this is wrong. But the you know, the movie playing in your head was like, this was so right. It was so right. You know, <laughs> yeah. it was really good in the moment. Yeah. The movie I'm watching in my head is fucking awesome. <laughs> but, you know, society and everything in my old brain is telling me that this was not the way it's supposed to be. So you got to, yeah, you got to process that. <laughs> this is the hilarity of it. That I'd be sitting there thinking about the event and be kind of not feeling great about it. And then I'd get a hard, a hard oh, one. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah. The I'm, fuck is going? Wait a second! Stupid body and brain. Yeah, I'm. I'm like that. Get on the same page. Yeah, yeah. I'm like that. <laughs> I'm like that right now with just because a lot of my process is to kind of meditate and imagine the situation, and especially since now we found this guy and have seen pictures and stuff. Now I can kind of put a, a face to the mental image, so to speak. And you're picturing this, and you know kind of the voice in your old brain is saying what the fuck that's wrong no no but you look down and you're like pitching a tent and what's going on (laughs) like hey something's right about it because it's working well thanks for sharing that before we finish up though let's uh let's talk about what's happening with you guys next so we've alluded to it a couple of times some audio that we've listened to recently from from you guys Tell us what is next for Adam and Eve. Yeah, so if everybody hasn't picked up on it at this point, I mean, you're kind of shit out of luck. But <laughs> no, what? <laughs> but <laughs> we are um, we are starting our own podcast. Um, so for the good and the bad of it, I guess we've um, good and the bad. Yeah, we've decided to kind of tell our story. Basically, the point of it is to be as honest as we can that you know the lifestyle isn't always 
sunshine and rainbows. It's not always unicorns and hard-ons that sometimes you, you have to process through things and that there's communication involved and that there's sometimes uncomfortable moments and there's funny moments. And of course there's sexy moments. Um, and we feel that sometimes that people tend to just tell the good parts of it to just try and get people in. It's like, Hey, it's all great. It's all wonderful. But you know, there's a lot of stuff in the background that people have to realize that they have to go through in order for it to be great all the time. And mm. combine that with, um, a lot of the stuff that, that Eve likes the spirituality and that stuff. Yeah. And I, yeah, well, we, we've talked about this, um, a lot amongst ourselves and, I, I, it doesn't go over great at dinner parties, you know, like some of the things that we, you know, that we've discovered about ourselves. Um, I love podcasts. I'm like a podcast junkie of all different types. And when I kind of um, started my, I guess my personal growth journey a few years ago, I started to listen to a lot of spirituality based podcasts and they were probably very Christian type at the beginning, but that kind of grew, it kind of became a journey of, you know, then different world religions and then just kind of spirituality. And I started to see a lot of parallels between all different types of faith and also then how those kind of correlate to psychology, you know, and the, just the psychology of the human mind and, and how our brains and our bodies work and how a lot of the ancient mystic, you know, religion type, of, you know, they, they knew things, they, they knew practices to kind of uh, regulate, you know, different aspects of our lives. But now modern day science and psychology seem to uh, support that. So I could always listen to all these different things. And I always found parallels between them. And then as it got into more like a self-acceptance and me trying to figure out who I wanted to be, it got into the sexuality part. I guess I had some blocks there. So, you know, I'm listening to different sexuality-based podcasts. And those even related back to the psychology and the spirituality. So we've talked a lot about that. And so just where we are now is we're in the lifestyle because that's what our relationship, that's kind of where our relationship growth, you know, trajectory went. Um, somebody else might find it in a different place. But, you know, I think we're all just trying to figure out the best way to be human. And there's lots of overlapping ideas within those three major fields that are very interesting and we like to talk about it and yeah and then throw in some personal stories too because that always that's always what keeps me coming back to the the podcast that I like the most are where people actually share their experience awesome well they, you guys can find Adam and Eve on spiritual swing on Twitter and uh, stay tuned on their Twitter because they will be when, when are you guys going to release what's what's the hot gossip there I would say probably within within a month we should probably be ready to go. Um, we've got Twitter out there, uh, website spiritualswingers.net is ready to go. We just want to get everything kind of squared Prepared. away. Yeah, we want We don't want to be a flash in the, the pan. Running. We want to have like some preparation done so that we're not like out of content after like 
three episodes or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, uh, as Jay would say, if you make it past the 10, then um, generally from there on in, you, you, you're sort Resailing. of stuck with it. Becomes part, you know, it's, you find the well, groove. It becomes like everything else, you know, part of your life. If you get involved in it for long enough, it becomes part of your life. So. Um, certainly yeah. after, what are we now, nearly 60 episodes. You didn't announce the number of episodes. People are going to be lost. You didn't you announce the episode balance. number. I feel... Uh, oh, my God. I everybody out there in the podcast world is going to be like, what number is this? I I'm this is so confused. <laughs> she lost. was preoccupied with the pink talking cock, I think. <laughs> <laughs> the talking stick. No, this is 60. You guys are officially, this is this is episode 60 of the Swinging Down Under. Right. That sounds like a milestone. Pretty big yeah. deal. Yeah. It's crazy. Fabulous. So Thank special. you. Thank you for allowing us to be your episode 60. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. Yes, absolutely. So should we wrap it up there? I think we should. I think so. So this is C. I was going to say thank you first to our guests. For... I'm going to do that in a second. I was actually going to try and get them into our outro. Oh, really? And put okay. them on the spot and make them oh. say who they are. Okay, go. This is C. Is it my turn now? Yeah, it's your... Jesus Christ. Let's... Okay, round yeah, three. You come you've after got, D. You've got the talking dildo. <laughs> come you come on. after C. Okay, let's do it. We're gonna, okay, it. we're going to introduce us. We're going to do the outro. They're going to then outro. Okay, ready? One, two, three. This is C. This is D. This is Adam. And I'm Eve. <laughs> and this is the Swinging Down Under Spiritual Swing Podcast. Thank you for listening. Namaste, sexy friends. Namaste.